I am Nitro. And I'm Caleb Ruff. And we are the Bipolar Agnostics. We would like to say that this week's episode is brought to you by Diet Right, Pure Zero Cola, the greatest soda in the world. We also would like to tell you about Smash Burger, wonderful artisan burgers which are made with things like avocado, red eggs, various toppings. Also, Bob Ross's ghost. His fluffy-headed hair appeared to me in a dream, so I went out and I bought his painting set. And now I have this beautiful painting that you can check out on our Facebook page. It is wondrous. It is exclusive. You can, you can tell me what it is. Well, I mean, you kind of can. Oh. Bob Ross would want us to laugh in his advertisement. He was a joyous man. He was. He really man. was. He, he really was. was. He just beat the devil out of it. Mm. He was a good Christian man. Was he? I think so. No. I mean, well, really? I don't know anything about him. Oh. Right. <laughs> Should I know about our advertisers? Okay. Yeah. Well, he just, he beats the devil out of it. He loves that phrase, so I feel like that's what he's into. Uh, so you just got a new job. Yes. I just got a new job because I got fired from my previous job. Oh, shit. I'm actually talking about this on a podcast. Okay. Um... Yeah, well, I don't care because there was so much messed up with that place. I do admit I wasn't purely, you know, not at fault. Like, I had a large struggle with depression over the past year, and I was on all these medications as part of, like, the bipolar disorder, and we definitely need to go into that sometime. But I was in a depressive episode, not the manic one, and I literally felt, like, retarded. I don't mean to use that word offensively, I'm sorry, but, like, it literally was a handicap. That's what I mean by it. Like, I couldn't watch a like movie. Like, disabled. I, yeah, like, if I watched a movie, I could remember 25% of it, and I couldn't talk to you as quickly as I'm talking to you right now. I wasn't nearly as lucid, and my thoughts would trail off after every three words, and it's just that chemical side, that chemical depletion, and it literally, the, you can look up the effects, and you can compare them to other things, like, they're actually documented, so it's really interesting. Anyway, so I struggled with that, and I would have anxiety about seeing other people. I didn't know what to do. I felt awkward around them, but talk, so I would take, like, a lot of breaks when I could just to be away from people and avoid people. Or I would have off days in Slack, but some of the things, like, there was a lot of hypocrisy, and because I was pointing it out, they got mad at me. Like, one of the rules not to be on your phones, but I would ignore that rule because it was hypocritical because our supervisor would always tell me, Nick, after your phone, and i say, oh, at least I'm not using it during procedures, mm -hmm. and... Yeah, mom always says everyone's always on their phone there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do as protest. And then she gave me a write-up for, uh, it was either headphones or... Yeah, I think it was headphones. Also, like, the fact that my phone was out. And that, that was when I told her, and then she's like, well, you can't question supervisors, it's not your place. I'm like, oh yeah, totally. And then she walks away and I start writing an email to complain about her. They never it's called accountability, like... Vincent Associates did not respond to that email, but I mean, and keep me in the loop, and for something else they didn't either. That's crazy. That's kind of shocking that she would, like, not want to be held accountable as a supervisor. I know, I literally said in my email, like, this that is literally how the functioning of a totalitarian state works. I literally used the word totalitarian in the email. The only people that can witness this are people under your control. There's no one to keep you in line. And it's just BS. And the another big thing they cited was something I should have taken care of, but like they, they just like weren't responding to me about it. It was really annoying and then we kinda of just like died off because I got written up for I was on the second floor and there always has to be someone watching over everyone. So the person in the nurse's station is stationed there to guarantee that someone's always watching. I saw her there all day, I'm in the kitchen, I clean up I take out the trash, and then I go and on my uh, scheduled break, and I leave, but I didn't know she already left. I, I'm pretty sure, yeah, the lights in the nurse station were still on, and I just left, because I saw her there all day, and it was someone I didn't recognize or know, mm -hmm. but she was new. I don't think she was there very long, 
Anyway, uh, I was the first one to return, and a much higher up was there with the paramedic, who paramedics take over when supervisors leave as the heads uh, for the overnight shift. So yeah, she's there on Sunday, which is abnormal because it was a busy Sunday, and she got pissed over that. And I remember it was Super Bowl Sunday, and I had like all my work done, and I was just watching the Super Bowl there, and she got mad about that, and I'm like, I have nothing else to do, this is a Sunday, there are right, no right. procedures. And it's the Super Bowl, I'm sorry. Exactly, yeah, it's almost a holiday, really. Yeah, like, we're in America. Yeah. And this is football, American football, where, <laughs> where your foot only touches the ball at the beginning. <laughs> or the punt, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, you couldn't make it, so you have to set them back for why the ball. Why? You give them the ball, but you try to make it at the least beneficial situation for them to have the ball. Why do we call it football? Because, like, soccer... You know, British I, football. I know. I was I was thinking about that the other day. Like, it makes more sense like that. It must Why be, is it's an unoriginal name, and you knew that football existed first? Why would you steal that? My guess is it goes soccer to rugby, rugby to football, and they just kept calling it football because rugby and American football and Canadian it should be football. called like spiral ball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would work just right. So how about, uh, um, how about your new job? Oh yeah, so I got fired and they called me up and I kind of like 70% knew it was happening. I saw one of the people though that wasn't there. So I was like, oh, if it's only one of them, we'll be fine. But then it was the person that she claimed she was texting also up there. And like, oh yeah, we got your emails. Okay. You didn't respond? Thanks for responding to me and keeping me in the loop when I had no clue if this was taken care of or he would come to me for the third day in the row and call me a liar about something that's unrelated to what he was originally upset about. Oh man. Like, three times I was called a liar by this guy, so I had to complain about him too, and I got no response. And scheduling's a nightmare, and it's just, it's it's a horrible situation. Anyway, so they're, they're yeah, they were firing me, and like, your whole future flashed through your lives, because, like, I was planning on going to KU, so right. close to home, so that I could do this job. Now I'm not, so I might just go to Pitt State, because I applied to it a year ago, but then I didn't end up going through with it. So, like, I knew about it already, and it had flat rate tuition, that's why someone at work told me about it. The guy was like, dude, you're fine. You're not getting in trouble for leaving the second floor. You're not signed up here. Mm -hmm. That dude was the dude who told me about it, the paramedic. He was an authority, and he was like, you're fine. The other lady was the one who ripped me up. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he was saying that this college is really good because of the flat rate tuition where you pay for 10 credit hours, and you can take up to 21 that semester oh. and you know save a lot of money. It's a really good option. And then also, uh, Carrington, when I met her, and she said she was going there. So I don't know. I think there's a lot going on that uh, would be a good motivator, though I hear it's kind of a boring college town, but oh well. <laughs> I'll find something to do or just come back to Kansas City. It's like two-hour drive. Maybe I'll do car talks. I could do Nate's car talks. Oh, there you go. On the road, yeah. Yeah, you could do solo podcasts. But, oh, like uh, mini episodes, I mean. Oh, yeah. 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 Really? I just be like, don't you hate it when you have to scratch your balls when you're in public, so you just kind of like move you around yeah. your pants and just random things like that. I'm obviously not necessarily that graphic, but I'm saying just random thoughts, like shower thoughts. That's what it's called. Nate's shower thoughts. Nate's I won't actually be in the shower, but you could have a sound effect. It's those random things that cross your mind. Just like you random. You're not you wouldn't tell someone unless yeah, yeah, you wouldn't necessarily tell someone that. Yeah. There's is a shower thought uh, subreddit that I posted to a few times. I got like 3,000 karma on Reddit by being active in the last six months. Oh wow. I'm pretty ba. You are a ba. Oh, one post got reached 8.8 thousand people. Dang. Wow. Yeah. And that's just because I was good. Not because I paid for Facebook advertising in South America. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily, this new job, because I get fired, and I'm like, you know, fuck this place. So I get in my car, and within 15 minutes, I get reemployed by going to Pizza Hut. Because I was told about deliveries. Caleb and I went and bought some e-juice from this place, which is literally next door. So I saw the sign said, mm -hmm. up to 15 an hour. I mean, that's including tips, but like I brought home like $86 cash tonight. And I would have got a little more probably, but I had these mess-ups where I was just lost in these apartments. And it was just yeah, taking me to wrong places. Worst. And also people stiff me. I don't know, on the Missouri side, more people would stiff me and not tip me. I talked to a Jimmy Dawson 
Julia Rudd driver. That's where I got motivated. But with how much money he makes in the Kansas side, mm -hmm. it's crazy. Really? It's like about going right over to Missouri. Like wow. he would make more than me, but I'm still making a lot. Like four fifty while you're on the road, seven seventy five while you're in the kitchen waiting and helping out oh, or whatever. Okay, okay. And 29 cents for every mile, and then hopefully tips. And I was rushing. And again, I was late, and I could have made more. Like, I was lost. And, that's a good time. and I had to drive back to people and give them stuff that um, they forgot to put in the box, or maybe I forgot a soda. So things mm -hmm. like that. That's a good motivator, too. Yeah, it's, 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 it's about commission. Yeah. So I was pulling my weight, and yeah, like they said, like 280 or near $300 I made them. It was my second day working there, and the shift was blown away. That's and awesome. So yeah, it felt like a really good compliment. The manager was impressed. Just gotta keep it up. And then he's kind of set the standard in the bar for everyone else. Like the old timers get pissed because they look bad. bad. Yeah, I was constantly going, 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 like taking the shortest routes and That's just. Good, you man, working in a kitchen is is not a game. You're not there to make friends. Because I used to be a sous chef and then I worked my way up to an executive chef and it's cutthroat for sure. Like you're open about it. You're like, hey buddy, I'm I'm coming for your job. Like my first day at Italian Garden. Wow. Yeah. I went up to my manager and I said, just so you know, man, I'm I'm coming for your job. And I got his job. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh damn. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't exclusively by my own merits, but yeah. I was the best qualified whenever he left, so yeah, I got a show. Nice. But yeah, it's cutthroat, man. It's cutthroat in the kitchen, that's for sure. Oh, wow. It wasn't that way necessarily in Smashburger, but I mean, when you're on tips and you're in a higher dine-in bracket. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's dine-in and stuff. That's really interesting. I mean, I love it a lot because I just get to sit in the car and listen to like BBC News and yeah, I love like that's the cool thing. And I, with, I have a stick shift, so I feel like I'm a race car driver just trying <laughs> to get it there. And I like over rev. My Swedish friend, like it's hard to get a license up there, and he's always amazed at how sucky Americans are. I mean, he he oh, spent really? most of his life in America, moved back for a couple of years, and then came back to America. He was telling me that if you're on the highway, like keep in third gear until you're at like 3,500, 4,000, then just go straight to five. That's oh, better than going four. Really. Yeah. Huh. I know you can do that on a motorcycle. I didn't know you could do that on a car. Yeah. One guy, he worked on cars all the time. He's like, yeah, I want you to get it for like 3500 to change. But I mean, at minimum, they say for the like best gap mileage is 2500 3000 is definitely what a lot of people do. But if you're doing first gear, you will get up high before you switch. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you feel like a race car driver. But yeah, sometimes I would go to these apartments and like only half of oh, them would be numbered or something. Or it would always take me to the wrong place on GPS and the instructions they printed off. One time I literally pulled up to a gate that had stop signs on it and said no trespassing. I'm like, why do I have to do hop this fence? Do I have to like break into this house to get some pizza? That's absurd. They should have given you a phone number or something. Yeah, yeah. We're on the I did, but I was calling them. I don't know if they saw like a Kentucky area code and didn't oh, want to pick up or something. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. They didn't say. But I get there. They're, they're always so nice in that apartment complex, and they usually tip me well. They're always pretty much high. Delivering pizza, that's. No, huh? Comes with it. Anyway, yeah, so, and when they're high, they actually tip you a lot better. But this guy, he was so polite and nice, but he didn't tip me at all. I feel like I wouldn't have gotten to him in the first place, just because, I don't know. Just but, uh, but yeah, I tried to get in, and I couldn't, because the previous building, the previous night, had a phone you ring out to their room, but that was broken, they didn't tell me, so I literally just by chance saw a uh, nice elderly lady coming down the elevator, and she opened the door for me, I got to them. Oh, They're like, oh yeah, we probably should have told you about it, but they were blazed. They're like, it doesn't matter that you're late, it's okay, we understand. Uh -huh. We're just happy we have the peace, because uh, we are really, what was the word they used? <laughs> we are really Medicated? Old? No. People say medicated now. They do, but it's hard with an R, I think. I don't know. Anyway, it is a blaze, but basically they say, yeah, we're, it was really blazed right now, and so we really appreciate this. And they were nice. I think they gave me like $4 tip or sign. The most I got, I think, was seven. Five are nice from the older, nice. older couples that are, you know, in the nicer houses and everything. And then uh -huh. when you go to the poor neighborhoods in Missouri, they tip less if they are lower income, for sure. Yeah, for and sure. And apartments are less likely, yeah. So I, there were like quite a few times I didn't get tipped. One time I talked about how I wasn't getting tipped. I didn't bring it up, though. Mm -hmm. I just assumed like part of it was... 
And she's like, oh, you thought I was tipping him? I was like, yeah. And oh, I was like, well, thanks for the 20 cents. Sure this will really get me to that. Wow, that, that is insulting. Our, yeah. Dude, when I used to deliver pizzas one time, I pulled up to a house. They had a, a minivan, you know, with the stickers of the family and the little kids and everything. And uh, Ichthus, a Jesus fish. Hmm. And they gave me a check for one cent tip. What? It's like, just give me the exact amount. That's a slap in the face, bro. A one cent tip? Yeah, because you have to spend time to cash that. Yeah, right. It's a, it's a penny, like. And the fee is like. Yeah, right. You pay for them. It's to absurd. Take your penny. And they're advertising that they're Christians. Yeah. You know. Oh, I go to Kentucky. Good old Kentucky. Say, but... I love this place because there's a Ukrainian and a Russian there. I spoke some Russian to them. I remember I was doing something, talking to this girl I met. She's like in a band, and she's like, uh, no one ever guesses the right genre. So I was like, okay. It's rock indie juggalo rap. <laughs> He's like, no, it's indie rock. And I'm like, what do you mean? I thought it was going to be something really hard. Indie so rock's I, the most popular. I know, I thought it was going to be something really hard. I guess people just always assume it's a country. I don't know. That's funny. So I thought I had to do something really complicated. And I was like, okay, well, I tried. You know, I'm talking to her and like, I dropped something or something. So I just go, shitsa. And, the, and then the Russian goes, oh, so you speak German now. And I'm like, oh, sorry. Suka, bleary, dina, foy. And he's like, oh yeah, Vlad Cuss is like out all the time in Russian, the older Ukrainian guy. And I was like, oh yeah, my Russian teacher always told me like, you can't talk like that in a woman's present, only if like you're with your guy friends fishing oh, on right. a boat or something. Uh-huh. Oh, it's just a short. I use that one a lot. I like it. I like how it sounds. It literally means devil. There's also diable, but it means like damn. It's the equivalent of saying like damn. Oh, I see, I see. So just mm-hmm. short. And then Edina Hoy is suck my dick. It literally means go to my dick. Go to. Na is on, so it's actually like go on my dick. Oh, that does not sound very pleasant. <laughs> So, we talked about uh, discussing Buddhism a little bit today, mm-hmm. and of course the version of Buddhism in America is very, very different from the mm-hmm. version in a country where it is a native religion. In America, I believe the term is American Pragmatic Buddhism, so it's it's more of a philosophy. Actually, it has a lot of crossover with Eastern Orthodox Christianity as far as mindfulness meditation goes and stuff like that. What are your favorite parts about going to well, the Well, as far as my understanding of the differences, it's very basic, but I just enjoy the meditation. Sunday service is cool because I did it originally as extra credit for AP English at South. Mr. Gate was class. Really great teacher. Most people say this is their favorite ever. Oh, wow. Because they go AP and honors courses. And they say the most influential because he also does like the student broadcasting. and. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. It's really interesting. So really anyway, so yeah, yeah, I went there and wrote an essay on it, like how to meditate and how it clears your head and kind of basic teachings of the Dhamma and some, some, some. And then there are just uh, two daily meditations every single day. And those are fun to go to. It's just nice to clear your head. Mm-hmm. Very difficult to actually like accomplish what you're supposed to. You mean like enlightenment? No, not not <laughs> enlightenment, but just clearing your head. Oh yeah. Like actually clearing it. Oh for just sure. Just yeah. Your, slowly like focusing on your breathing just Yeah. Mm. Especially as Americans. Yeah. Because we're always stimulated. I was wondering if Christianity would work as a pragmatic kind of philosophy in a Buddhist country. My uh, psychologist told me that Buddhism is more of a philosophy in America than a religion. Do you think that Christianity could be a philosophy in other countries? Well, it basically is within Islam. Because I remember listening to uh, BBC News, and they were talking to a guy who is interesting because like, he became an atheist for a little, but he grew up like Islam, but he came back to it. But he sees it differently. Uh-huh. 
But he's like, I could be a Christian, but if I'm a Muslim, then I can keep Jesus. If I'm a Christian, I would reject oh. Muhammad and have Jesus, but in Islam, I would have Jesus and Muhammad. Really? Yeah, they, they have the New Testament. I guess in that case, Jesus isn't the religion there, but he's included with his teachings and philosophy. Right. They right. don't exalt him as God, which would be the formation of the religion. They right. have him without mm -hmm. having Christianity. So in that way, he kind of is like philosophy. So that aspect of the religion yeah. is... Yeah. Within the Middle East, that's the case, yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. I think so. That's just a random example. That's not Buddhism, but that's... Uh, right, right. That is an example of Christianity. Uh-huh. I feel like... And Buddhism does absorb everything. Or Buddhism absorbs into, like, everything. I know a lot of Christians that have Buddhist influence. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting. Oh, yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, especially for Western cultures, Buddhism can be applied. It doesn't have to be substituted. Yeah. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, it absorbs into. That's what yeah, I was going right, to say. That's right, why Hinduism... Right. It couldn't go away. It was been mm -hmm. persistent because... Yeah. It complements everything. I guess, to an extent, you could say the same thing about whenever Christian missionaries go to places like Haiti and they uh, they end up just incorporating their deities into the saints. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So, uh, really, any religion is pretty adaptable, I guess. Mm-hmm. We actually have next-door neighbors that the gentleman there is a... What, He's a tai Chi. He is, uh, he is the U.S.-renowned leading expert in Tai Chi. Yeah, right next door. Right next door. He's white though, right? Yes, he's. And then his wife is—is is it Chinese? Ah, uh, yes, she's Chinese. Yeah. Okay, and his wife is Chinese, so he does. I mean, if he's that big in the U.S., and then he has his wife who has the Eastern influence. I'm sure when he met her and he's interacted with her, he absorbed a lot of her Eastern influence, and we can have her on too. So we actually would have Eastern Buddhism, which is very different if you didn't know from American Buddhism, because it's actually part of their culture. Mm -hmm, it's right. it's intertwined and everything. Yeah, I, I'd say. From my observations, the biggest difference is the rituals. Hmm. You know, because, like, when they wake up, they have their morning rituals, they have shrines. And actually, you know what, that's another example of being absorbed, because the folk religions of the areas, they had their shrines to all their different gods and stuff, and then they incorporated Buddhism into their folk religion, hmm. which, is, which is kind of interesting. I'd be, I'd be curious to know what all specific beliefs they hold as far as, like, the native religion and everything. I don't get why cults and everything, like, are so convinced they're right when they're such a minority. I mean, can't they just step back and look at all the other cults that exist that are just as convinced? Are you saying like cult as in religion, or are you saying cult as in cult? Cult as in religion and cult, and, like, cult religions. Like, say, Mormonism, mm -hmm. and then the Amish, and then... And then, you know, from the Amish will break the Mennonites. Is that how you say it? Mennonites. Mennonites, and then there's also the Jehovah Witnesses. Yeah. They all exist, and they're such a small... I mean, yeah, they can grow somewhat, but there's so many of them, and they are smaller compared to the total Christian or Catholic population or right. Muslim population, but they're still so convinced that they're right. Right. I think the idea is that they're the elite, like they have the secret knowledge sort of thing, you know? Yeah. Or who was that guy that took his cult to South America into the jungle, Jonesville? And he had, like, 300 people commit mass suicide together with cyanide. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember his... Yeah, I know It's so weird that. to think. Imagine going to the jungle... And not knowing, like, but that is the last thing you're going to do. You're going to go in there to die. And with, like, they, they probably thought they were going to, like, to paradise. Yeah. Yeah, they 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 didn't... When they were going in to build the settlement, they weren't originally knowing they were going to commit mass suicide. Oh. Uh, yeah. So they didn't think they were, like, waiting on a spaceship. No, it got to a point... I think maybe people were after the leader or something. Like, there was something that exasperated it, which made him, like, make oh. up the mass suicide that's needed. 
Uh, I don't think he took it. I'm sure he did. Yeah. Why would you? Some of those people, I think, are convinced of it. Like, they are convinced that they're, they are the head of the cult and they are convinced of it. But I could see someone being convinced, oh, if I die with you guys, and we're all going to go to heaven. Like, right, yeah. I feel like a lot of leaders of religions probably don't really believe. I thought that, I've thought about that, actually. Yeah. With, like, the Pope and everything. Yeah, right. It's kind of encouraging when you get honesty from those people, like good old drunk ex pastors, our namesake... <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it's so much more valid to hear a leader in the movement critiquing it but yeah it's kind of unique to like the drunk expatriators and science mike and stuff mm-hmm. they even say in it they don't like getting drunk do what drunk isn't their name drunk expatriators they get drunk. drunk yeah well they say they don't like getting drunk all the time they say they like getting like little buzz it's because they drink so much they have such a high tolerance that yeah they don't really get drunk but yeah they drink every episode though yeah, I know, like, they start with a shot, yeah, but right. he was saying I was unpleasant or something. But yeah, anyway, and even that is cool, because it's showing how they're real people. Like, yeah, they're exactly, just like yeah. us, like, those leaders, yeah. those people with the podcast and making a difference, or they're just, you know, they're drinking alongside you and having a chat, or being normal yeah. people. Oh, speaking of which, we have our voicemail set up, and we have our first voicemail message. Do you want to listen to it? Yeah, Caleb. Let's listen to it. Let's listen to it. Hey, I just want to say how much I appreciate you guys. Um... Not just for being entertaining and funny, but for uh, raising the issues that you know really matter, hit home, and uh, make me think. So uh, really, I had no idea we had such insightful discussions so close to home. Uh, appreciate that. Thanks. All right, so that was our first voicemail from Greg Bro. Yay! Also, our first and only donation. Thank you, you generous users. Has come from our father as well. Yes, he's very supportive. And even though he is much more conservative than the both of us, um, I really respect him a lot because he told me that I needed to go and build my own theology before I went off to college. And that's kind of what started me questioning things, honestly. Hmm, I didn't know that. Yeah, he said, you're an adult now, you gotta build your own theology. So. Wow, gave me permission basically. Pretty much. It's a lot to respect. But he assumed that it would stay within the Western theology tradition. Yeah. If you would like to leave us a voicemail, you can call us at 650-265-1193. And it'll go straight to voicemail. You can just leave us a message, and we will play it on the show. Until we get so many that we just can't fit them all on the show. Because Mm -hmm. we're so popular. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our inbox will be just like God's inbox. Yep. Voicemail is just piled up, and he couldn't answer all the prayers, so he came as Jesus. And God's not very good at Portuguese, so he has to have a translator who he only comes in once a week. Yeah, maybe that... Oh, it must have been difficult when he went to America as a Mormonism. Yeah. It must have been really difficult to communicate with them. Yeah, for sure. He had to... Because they were already speaking He was speaking Portuguese. heaven. Heaven. And then in America, the, the Native Americans were the Jews. The question is, were they speaking Hebrew or some sort of Native American dialect? <laughs> well, you gotta go trace back the origins, which are very complex. But if you look from the descendants and branch ends of... Cause much a, this is revealed by the... Well, there was Mormon, a land bridge. There was a land bridge. And they crossed it. But the Book of Mormon trumps that. Well, no, I thought the Book of Mormon said there was a land bridge and that's how the Jews got over to America. How else would they, well, I guess, vote? Okay. I don't know. That's what I learned, anyway. I guess I'd be a horrible Mormon. I thought you were, uh, kind of Mormon. Moronism. Uh, we don't associate completely 
But you do, you acknowledged Joseph Smith. So you are... To, I do. You are to Mormonism as uh, Islam is to... Ah, I got nothing. Do you think Luke was perfect? No. He's, he's Luke in the afterlife. That was his form to come back to save his father, Jesus, originally. Who was taken over by the devil, and then became Darth Vader. Um, and then he was released when he killed the Emperor, and he became himself again. Talked to his son, Joseph Smith. Which mm. is Luke Skywalker. But yeah. Luke had his own struggles. He made stupid decisions. Mm -hmm. I can criticize the man. You can watch the films. It's all documented. Alright? Yeah, it's all it documented. You can watch. He wasn't supposed to go into that trap to save his friends. He's supposed to complete the trap of Master Yoda. They literally Obi Wan and Yoda had to say there. No, there is another. Are you on our podcast? Oh, why? Well, yes, I am. I'm crunching on 21 bars worth in one bag. Nature Valley, tried mm. with milk or yogurt. Somehow that's Maybe more interesting sugar. than your religion. Most well, not. Yeah. We advertise. No, this is more interesting. We have to. We have to advertise, Caleb. <laughs> You don't understand. Okay, you right. don't understand. They are paying us the big bucks. Yes, we are getting all of them. All the big bucks. They are crawling to us. Mm -hmm. We literally had to... I had to give my brother a pellet gun to shoot away the companies yep. that are begging for our advertisements. They just they just want that money. That sweet, I know. sweet money. We're saying no soliciting because they just know how many... The jackpot we okay. are, basically. We are the jackpot. We're taking time bomb, but the bomb goes boom, and good stuff happens. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're waiting to burst out our shells. Caterpillars and cocoons. Yep. We just out. need, like, so I'm sorry. a guest, maybe? A guest? Yeah. Besides Carrington, like, maybe uh, a phone-in guest? Yeah. An out-of-town guest? Yeah, phone-in guest. Yeah. Sounds good to me. You're down to me. You're a lost cause, anyway. I'm a lost cause? Yeah. Why? I can stop talking about Yoda and everything. Because you're a lost cause. And there's no way I can oh, no. see you. No, yeah, I know. Sorry. Since you're sure you're unsure. I am. Uh, but I, I'll tell you something that I am sure. I, I think you'll like this. Okay. I think you I, I really do. I think that for a baby to understand not to get hurt, or not to run in the street, not to touch the stove, they gotta have rules, they gotta have all this do's and don'ts. The fact of the matter is... We need those, but we don't need the parent. Mm -hmm. With the rules and without the parent, in effect, it's the same thing, right? Yes. So not stealing from your neighbor and not doing this, not doing that, not doing that, whether or not it came from God or there is a God, it's still the best way to, you know, to, to treat each other, I guess. Let's say there's a bunch of kids who wake up and they're in like a big mansion and it's all fully furnished. It's got food in the fridge and everything, but they can't find any adults around. And so their options are to either go completely crazy, which would, in about probably a week or so, end very, very poorly, or to behave like adults. And mm -hmm. I feel like we're nearing a post-religious kind of world, just in the sense that, like, religion and philosophy merge together. I've been trying to figure this out, like, you know, I've been laid up because I've been under the weather, and... I've been trying to figure out whether or not philosophy or religion came first, because Plato started philosophy, right? Well, I mean, it's I guess so officially, but you can still have philosophy before that. Mm -hmm. What would what would you say is the difference between philosophy and religion? Philosophy is how you live your life, and religion is explaining things. I guess explain. 
I mean, religion has mm-hmm. philosophy, but religion is the following and it's like the like exalting, the worshiping part. Yeah, because I I feel like unless a society's religion and its philosophy agree with each other, then there's chaos, there's unrest, and so like the kids in the mansion, if they don't implement their own morality, if they don't Lord of the Flies, mm-hmm. you know. Then they're gonna be just. That's why I was. I was about to say that before you mentioned Lord of the Flies, you you kept going on, so I'll let you finish. And we kind of went off the topic, but I was trying to say, wouldn't it almost be like survival of the fittest, like evolution? Like the the ones to figure out that they need to be parents first would get the power and probably survive over other people, and other people doing trial and error but not being so lucky. Like you know, they're saying they. You're saying without parents trying to become like the parent, right? That's what you're kind of saying with the man. Yeah, yeah, trying to be responsible. Like exactly. Yeah. So. They need to teach themselves responsibility, so the ones that do figure that out would, would really prevail, I'm saying. So it's almost like survival of the Good fittest. Point. Yeah, and... Because elephants and us I, are the people, are the only species, not only necessarily, but I know elephants and us are born without survival instincts, so we have to learn everything. Elephants might be more intelligent than us, they have three times larger brains. That's crazy. They have funerals. Yeah. There's an animal have, that have funeral services. They walk to the graveyard to die. It's a... It's a oh, that's why in Lion King there was yeah, a... Yeah. That's the, from the Lion King thing, yeah. Okay. Isn't that crazy? Oh, that's actually... Okay, I thought just a lot of elephants died there or something. No, yeah, that's... They, they walk there when they know they're gonna die. And they die there. Yeah, they're super intelligent. Or, like, using their trunk to get out of their chains and release other elephants to run away. There was... This is what really got me thinking about elephants, was when... It was painting a flower. And with its trunk. It was making a painting. You know, art. It's expressing itself. They have uh-huh. emotions. They can... Re- they can think through things, uh, I mean, like, solve problems. Octopuses are also next up there. Dolphins? Octopuses. Oh, dolphins. Dolphins are crazy. Dolphins are intelligent. But, dude, octopuses are even more. Huh. Like, I didn't know that. Uh, this is one famous one for predicting the world. It was like a 1 in 500 chance, but it predicted all the winners of the FIFA for that year or something. Really? Yeah. Wow. I feel like there has to be some sort of alternate explanation. It was something, yeah, there was there was an alternate explanation. I, I can't quite remember. It was kind of complicated. It was, it was being intelligent, but the fact that it chose the FIFA teams didn't have to do with the intelligence. So yeah, it was something like that. Okay. Yeah, I can't quite remember, but alone they are. One octopus, the light kept breaking in the place and they were confused until they finally saw the footage like a week later after repairing over and over. The octopus would get out of the water and shoot it because it was annoyed by the light. It would shoot water at it to destroy the light. Oh, wow. The octopus that predicted everything, it would be found like juggling hermit crabs and... I saw what? dolphins blowing rings. Like, it would take... Uh, air funnel. It was like inhaling air and then shooting out that smoke rings. That is crazy, dude. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, you don't, we don't realize that we aren't the only intelligent. We, because we have phalanges, which are fingers yeah. and toes, and we also have the sh- vocal structure to have a language. And our brain size. And our brain size. Which isn't the biggest, but it's still big. Yeah, oh yeah, it's still big. And it's the, it's the, really the central, the, the, What's it called? The nerve cluster? Or the yeah, something, something like that. We have that, like, they don't, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even dogs are relatively intelligent, like a child. Yeah. And What's the one who wrote like, your dog? Dogs are evolving, too. Dogs look humans in the eyes, and wolves don't. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, I remember that. That's really cool. And they love you so much. Like, I go to this friend's house, and there's this cat, and literally it's fine until I get there, and then it goes into heat. Oh, and really? And it will be in heat oh, no. for, like, the next day. Ooh. Like, it gets all over me, and they need to speak So I do understand that cats can show affection to humans. I barely do. It will literally get in position and, like, try to push into my shoe. Yeah. And I'm like, no. Back in here, man! 
<laughs> so, but they did scans and like 30% of their dopamine or something is released when they see a human. But dogs, it was like 95%. Oh, wow. Like, that was the ratio or something. Something like that. Like, so much. Like, they get so excited. Wow. That's crazy. And, like, you know what happened. Like, you know, the door immediately opens and they're all over you, like, jumping. Uh-huh. Like, it's weird that we are, what's it called? A symbiotic relationship? Yeah, symbiotic. Yeah, animals working together. Mm-hmm. It probably has to do with how we domesticated them originally, throwing them scraps from around the fireplace. Yeah, they learned that we would like their food. And Why would they do that, though? Wolves are dangerous at that point. Well, yeah, if they didn't attack us, we would give them scraps. If they did attack us, we'd kill them. Yeah. And then if they didn't scare off the animals around the campfire, then they wouldn't get the scraps. Yeah. It's weird that, like, that could have happened to any other species if you think about it. Yeah. Not any other, necessarily. It too, yeah. But it, it's weird that wolves specifically were you kind of creating wolves, them, yeah. too. Uh-huh. And then again, we have another cats, too. Yeah. So that's another example. Yeah. But it's not like the whole... But cats were domesticated to be deities. Yeah. But at least they're not trying to kill us anymore. Yeah. We can still take a lion that's and make it into something that's not trying to eat that's us. <laughs> Have you seen that movie Grizzly Man? No. It's a guy who gets eaten by a bear. Oh. Because a bear's a pet. Oh. Oh. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh. Let's start over. Okay. Just... <laughs> Wait, I don't know. Oh, man. No, I'm just joking. We're not starting The story of that. Is oh. that real? Yeah, that is real. It's, it's well known. It's not... Like, a oh, I know about chimpanzees like ripping off their owners' faces. Uh, yeah, it was a bear. I think it's on Netflix. It used to oh, be. I don't know how we forgot to mention our ancestors being smart. Like, you know, bonobos, chimps. Oh, yeah. Uh, gorillas. There was this one gorilla that was taught sign language, and it was so cool. And, like, it would watch, like, a movie, and it would turn away when a sad part happened where the mother left the child. And she would, like, start, like, holding herself, and she would wow. be all sad. Really and, empathetic. And she knew, like, I think 500 basic words or something. Wow. And then there was another one, a guy that tried to make them mates, but they were just, like, brother and sister, they felt like, because they were oh, since birth. And that's that's a cool thing. They have, like, brother... They know... They have that... They know... Instincts. Friend zone. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. They, like, friend zone each other. Like, it's... I wonder if that's a primate thing. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. Oh man, Alex uh, started showing me Game of Thrones last night. There's so much. You've never seen it. I've never seen it. I was not ready for all that incest. Yeah, like the biggest. Every single sex scene, pretty much, except for the midget, was incest. Nah. Oh, maybe you haven't gone that far in it because there are a lot of. I just saw the first episode. Oh, only the first one. The first one. Oh yeah, that's the whole catch your attention thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw Park may find the dicks, but I've only seen two dicks. One was one was Hodor. Hodor comes out, he's the retarded, uh... Sorry, again, I'm not trying to be offensive, but he's literally... That used to be the term. He's the He's the disabled, mentally disabled one. And, uh, just low, low IQ or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's, like, really pale skin, too, and really big. And all he can say is, like, Hodor, Hodor, or something. But, yeah, he just comes out naked, like, Hodor, go put on clothes, or whatever. And then, also, there's a guy having sex with, like, a prostitute on a ship. They were in the gallows, I don't know, and then he pulled out a doggy position. Oh, I'm discarding this. Anyway, I saw the dick then. So yeah, I saw two dicks. But yeah, there are a lot of sex scenes and there is a lot of incest and a lot of the incest isn't realized. Oh. Right? Oh, I, I, I don't know that. Spoiler! Oh yeah, don't spoil it for me. I've only seen the first episode. Okay. I'm sure everyone knows like how characters the die. The general, like, yeah. That characters keep dying. Like, yeah, that's yeah, a big running that's thing. That's the whole thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes it so popular. Uh-huh, right, right. And right. some of the, you know, deaths, like the end of season three or was it four? Because I need to catch up. I just binged it, all the ones that were out and then stopped. I binge all the time too, it's a problem. But then I stopped, so I don't like keep up. So just real quick to conclude, I know that I have gone on many tangents, and we always do. But, yeah, I don't uh, know what like, this episode was supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, we didn't really have much of a theme. But I remember what I wanted to uh, say that I thought you, that you might find interesting. I feel like the church teaches this. The evangelical church teaches that 
God is the reason for morality. Therefore, if there's no God, there's no morality. Mm-hmm. And so life itself is the reason for morality. Because morality doesn't even really mean anything. It just means you're not hurting yourself or other people. Mm-hmm. So God isn't the reason not to hurt yourself or other people. Life is, you know? Mm-hmm. And then Christians always seem to think if there's no God, they're just going to go crazy. There's no heaven. There's no afterlife. I think you go crazy. Yeah. But you want to be treated nicely. Like, Christians seem to think they're going to start robbing banks and, like, oh, yeah. having sex with prostitutes and stuff. That's true. When I came out of it, like, I'm not, like... Yeah, I mean... I mean I'm disappointed Nick, that, in I mean, a way, uh, that you have to die, but... Yeah, but, I mean, Nick's an atheist, and he's the most moral of our whole family. Like, you know, he's a vegetarian, he's mm-hmm. an activist, he's very ethically aware. Nick's our little brother... Very intelligent guy. Like, you don't understand how intelligent this yeah, guy is. Yeah, he's a very smart kid. Like, in sixth grade, he won state government competition in sixth... Yeah, like... For he's like, annoying smart. Yeah, he is. Like, all he does is self-educate. No offense, Nick. You'll, you'll like right. All, all he does is self-educate. You know, maybe he'll do poorly in one class because all he does is watch, you know... He'll yeah. show me maps of the ethnic diversity and distribution in yeah. Turkey from World War One. Exactly. And talk about each... How the conflicts between each of them... Why certain <laughs> ethnicities were in different zones because of certain events. If school subjects were chosen by him, he would have all A's. But because they're not, he has, like, five F's. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have said that, but... <laughs> Yes, if the school subjects were chosen by him, he would have all the... But you know what? He needs to hear that. Yeah, he does. So, actually. honestly, I'm not going to edit that out. Do you want to say your thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. that little story. Yeah. It's just someone very... Normally, when I interact with them, they weren't an unpleasant person. I definitely liked this girl as a friend. She was a good friend, and we were going to go to, like, class together and whatnot. So, I'm saying, like, it's not unpleasant around her, but it was a very unpleasant experience, I guess, or the way she, like, just screwed me over... I'm pretty sure she had a crush on me for a while, at least I think one guy told me that there. You know, I, for a little while I was like, yeah, you know, she's nice or whatever, but I wasn't trying to, like, get in her pants, which I don't know. And this one guy lied and said, watch out, like, Nate's trying to get, like, drugs to your concert, and he might, like... And I wasn't... What? And, yeah, I wasn't... Yeah, and he might try to, like, rape you, and, and she had to come oh to me, like, about that. And it was just messed up. And it, it was weird. Honestly, it kind of sounds like he has a crush on her... Yeah, but this guy was, like, Please. older, like, 22. Yeah. Yeah, Javi would always be pissed because it was his stepdaughter. Ah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Javi, Javier would always be uh, pissed. That makes sense. Anyway, I love Javier. He was a great man. Great hard worker. Taught me all the ropes. Anyway, but, uh, so yeah, that was, which made it even more weird that his stepdad was there. So, yeah, there was that. Like, you know, I'd try to like, play a concert with her or I'd be sick or whatever. Like, nothing actually, not much actually ever went through. But I would keep trying with her. Again, like, I had these depressive periods where I was all alone, and everyone's moved out of town. No one's here anymore. Mm. I know this girl from work because I worked with her after everyone graduated high school, and I thought she was a cool person, and she would always... The thing is, she would leave me on. She would always say that, yeah, I want to go to a concert. Let's do that thing. That'd be uh-huh. cool. So yeah. and then I'd text her, like, cool. So, like, do you know of any coming up? Get no response. And then later say it, and then... Often I would get no responses, but I mean, it wasn't like every day I was spamming her. And I explained to her, like, in a long thing, like, I'm sorry, like, I, I generally thought you were a cool person. I don't know if you thought I was being a creep. I apologize about that. Like, I'm not trying to get in your pants. Right. Like, I mean, like, I still think it'd be cool to hang out with her and be friends, even though I'm in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, right. Like, I'm not, that would prove to her even more, yeah, too. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to get in your pants. I'm dating someone. Yeah. I just thought you were cool and we could go to concerts together. And I thought he was a cool friend. She would just. Like, kind of give me little hints. And that's why I kept pursuing. That's why she got uh, so much over and over. Because she would tell me, yeah, let's do that. I think we should go sometime. 
if you don't want to hear from me and you think I'm being creepy, just tell me. Exactly. Just let me know. And you can say this in a private message. This is the thing. She indirectly informed me by making a profile picture in an album on Facebook. And she, in the subtext, wrote like about me. Like, why are you so obsessed with me? I don't even know how to talk oh to you. And shit God. like that. And it got, like, it's her profile picture. So it got so many upvotes. And you know how fucking weird it is to be scrolling down Facebook and read something that you know is about, is about you. you. Yeah. No, not... Unless some, I'm sure she told all of her girlfriends, and they all think I'm a fucking yeah. creep. Fuck her. But I mean, it, she. That sucks, dude. Yeah, telling all of her. So I'm sure they knew, but even other people could would read that and not know what's talking about. But the fact that you can read it and know, it, it's just messed up. The main reason I'm talking about this now is because I explained all this to her. I said, "Hey, I'm sorry if you find me hard to talk to, but it really would have helped my insecurity if uh -huh. you just simply told me that in a message instead of indirectly informing right. every me by telling everyone." Uh -huh. And I really appreciate that. I'm just going through a hard time. Yeah. I was like, oh, by the way, I hope Javi's still doing well, yada, yada. And she's like, hey, Nate, I think we should talk about this in person. I was like, cool, yeah, let's meet up sometime. No response for three weeks. And then I get a response saying, hey, I was busy with finals and all. And I'm like, yeah, I totally understand. So when you want me up wherever, and then no response after that. And that's why this is my mm -hmm. Facebook post. This is uh, my response. Hey, you wanted to send me a one-way conversation? All right, I'm going to tell 2,600 Hispanic people. <laughs> <laughs> she's Hispanic, by the way. I don't know that that matters at all. I just, I'm, uh, by the way, I'm, I'm blown away by how many of you are Hispanic. Like, I think 95% of our likes, I'll read your names and I'm like, the only- That's crazy. Yeah, the only non-Hispanic people are like, the, my friends and stuff. I'm sure, maybe deep down there somewhere, maybe it's just the there influx. There are a few, yeah, but not many. Yeah, it's just, it's just crazy. So thank you. We appreciate the support. The oh, fact absolutely. that out of, like, a different culture, out of country could be, like, what making this possible. Oh, yes. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, we we would have no reason to do it without you guys, and it's therapeutic for us, and it helps us. Oh yeah, this is yeah. I'm getting it out and letting everyone know. So she got like 112 likes or something. Well, there's the truth behind it, guys. I'm not trying to get in her pants or be creepy. She led me on, said a few things, and girls just want to be chased. Yeah, just fucking tell me something. Like I have no clue what's going on in your head. I hate passive aggressiveness. Yeah. I had a similar situation where there's this girl I was talking to. And I, I literally, from the start, because I'm so blunt, and I was like, I like you. If you don't like me, tell me. That's totally fine. I will take no offense. We can be friends. Just tell me. And she's like ghosting me and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what's going on? And she was like, well, I just didn't want to hurt your feelings. And I said, I asked you to tell me. Mm -hmm. I wanted you to tell yeah. me. I'm an yep, adult. Yep. If I ask for something as an adult, it's because I want it. You know what I mean? Like... Mm -hmm. Or I think I want it, and if if it turns out I didn't, it's my own damn fault, you know. Yeah. So, but yeah, that is that's really frustrating. It yeah, I'm sure we've gone on, and we're not sexist or anything. We're just talking about real life scenarios we've been through that frustrate us. Yeah. Men can be dicks and assholes too. We we are not denying that whatsoever. I don't know. I'm a dick. Uh, yeah, I'm a dick. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, and that's just what pisses me off. She even led me on about making me think we're gonna be in person and resolve yeah. it. And after that, I just say, well, fuck it. You like say at that point. <laughs> I wasn't pisser. I wouldn't say fuck you at that point. Uh -huh. But at this point, I'm saying it. Fuck you. Yeah. Right. Fuck you, bitch. Like, what the fuck? Just communicate. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. That's my message to the world. I'm sure we can have Nate's girl drama segment. Don't worry, <laughs> I got plenty of content for that. I've got a lot of that, too. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Bipolar Agnostic Podcast. If you like, you can support us on patreon.com slash bipolar agnostics 
and you can also go to facebook.com slash bipolaragnostics. And our link to SoundCloud will be on there, and that's where we store all the episodes neatly in one location. You may subscribe on SoundCloud as well. So I'm Caleb Rowe. And I'm Nate Rowe. And we are the Bipolar Agnostics. Guitar music, guitar music. Guitar, guitar. Guitar music. Guitar music.